Welcome to the February 15th, 2019 edition of the Crypto.IQ Daily Radio Show, where we do a deep dive market analysis every day and cover the biggest stories in the Bitcoin and crypto space. This is your host Space Marine, live from space. So Bitcoin is currently at 3560. It continues that slow downtrend that has been going on for the past like about week now. It's been going on since the February 8th rally when Bitcoin spiked to 3700. That was an optimistic day. But since then, there's been downward pressure. There's been some interesting movement, particularly in the last hour or two. Bitcoin spiked up to 3620, and then it crashed really quickly to like 3540. So this indicates to me like automated trading algorithms, in addition to some sort of short squeeze. So the price started rising a little bit. It rose up to 3590. Then there was a bit of a short squeeze up to 3620. And then someone dumped probably algorithms down to 3540 really volatile action this morning even though bitcoin's around where it was yesterday and the days before and on the same trend of going down a little bit each day today was a lot more volatile than usual at least in the past hour or two and now bitcoin's at 3560 maybe it has hit equilibrium at this point but maybe it could be a volatile day based on that and the support level appears to be around 3500 or so and the resistance level is around 3600 so it's causing a narrow trading range, but it has totally went all the way across that trading range within the past hour. So, other cryptocurrencies are mixed today. And it's not surprising because Bitcoin's pretty much mixed itself. It went up, it went down really quick in the last hour. Ethereum is down 0.4%. Ripple is down 1%. Litecoin up 0.9%. EOS up 0.3%. Bitcoin Cash down 0.9%. Tron up 2.3%, Stellar up 2%, Binance Coin up 5.8%. So I wrote that article about Binance Coin BNB on crypto.iq. You can check it out. They're launching the Binance DEX really soon. And it might be the biggest DEX in the world once it launches because Binance is the biggest crypto exchange in the world. It has tremendous reputation. And also, they put tremendous work into this DEX. They built the Binance chain. And the DEX, every transaction on the DEX will be on the blockchain. And Binance Coin is rallying because of this in general because Binance Coin is the only thing that could be used to pay transaction fees on the Binance chains for the DEX. So it's up 5.8% today. It was down like the past few days and now it's gone back up. So Binance Coin is looking promising. It's now number 10 on Coin Market Cap, $1.3 billion market cap. It could eventually overtake Stellar it's, or Tron. And so, yeah, it could overtake Stellar and Tron eventually, especially because the Binance DEX is launching in five days, and that might get people excited. Well, the testnet is launching, so people will start getting a taste for it, and then they're going to probably launch the mainnet soon after that, because I'm sure they did plenty of testing already. They're just, like, doing a brief public test before they go live, for real. Bitcoin SV is down 1.7%. There's a little bit of news about Bitcoin SV. That's what we're going to get into in a little bit. Cardano is down 0.2%. Monero up 0.3%. IOTA up 2%. Dash up half a percent and dogecoin is up 0.3 percent so basically it's like all over the place we got up and down it's a mixed day like a blender right now in the crypto market and bitcoin itself looks like it went through a blender this morning going from 3620 well it went from like 3570 to 3620 to 3540 and then went back up to 3570 and then it went back down to 3540 and now it's back up to 3560 that's quite volatile so it is a narrow range in general but it's been moving quick throughout that range this morning the total crypto market cap today, it started off like 24 hours ago, it was around $120 billion. It rose slowly, and this morning during that short, little short squeeze, it was a tiny short squeeze, went up to $121.7 billion, the total crypto market cap, and now it's crashed back down to like basically almost $120 billion again, maybe $120.5 billion. 
So the long-term trend, if you zoom out on the 12-hour chart on Bitcoin wisdom, Bitcoin is in general declining towards that $3,100 level, which was the level that Bitcoin hit in mid-December. It's the bear market low. And so I think the entire crypto market in general is declining slowly towards that level. It's been in a range of $120 billion to $122 billion over the past at least week since that February of rally. But it seems like in general the mood is bearish. Rallies are getting quickly wiped out. Like, for example, we had a little rally this morning. That was a bit of a rally. It was going fast enough. I would call that a rally. It got killed immediately, like 30 minutes later. So the mood is bearish. But then you got to back up again and zoom way out. Like, zoom out to the one-week chart and then scroll to the left, go all the way back in history. You'll see that in uh, 2013, late 2013, the first Bitcoin rally to over $1,000 stopped. It crashed. 2014 was completely a bear market. The lows of the bear market were not even hit till early 2015, and it almost hit the lows again late in 2015. And then it took till really late 2015 for uh, the price of Bitcoin to start recovering back to where it was. And it took it like 2016 to get back to where it was at the peak of the rally in 2013. So Bitcoin and crypto bear markets last for years, and we're definitely par for the course right now. So even though it seems really dismal, it's always darkest before the dawn. It's been like 14 months so far of continuous bear market. This one's a little different. The last bear market was caused by Mt. Gox collapsing. Mt. Gox was the biggest Bitcoin exchange in the world. We're still dealing with stories about how they're trying to pay their creditors out to this day. So many people are using Mt. Gox. And Mt. Gox collapsing and being found to be insolvent and hacked was a really bad thing. And then the Silk Road also collapsed. The Silk Road was like a dark net marketplace and... Early on in Bitcoin's history, that was actually important for its adoption, even though obviously it's not good morally or anything, but Bitcoin's decentralized, and that's just the way it is. So the creator of Bitcoin, Satoshi, can't blame himself for that. Uh, Craig Wright says he's Satoshi, actually, interestingly enough, and he says he left because of Silk Road. But anyway, Silk Road collapsed, and that cut off a lot of Bitcoin demand, and then Mt. Gox collapsed, and... This one's caused by this current bear market started on December 17, 2017. This one's a lot different, and it might not last like the same amount of time. It might not be exactly similar to the last bear market because the factors causing it are different. First off, CME Bitcoin futures launched and introduced a massive amount of short-selling pressure. So now we have CME Bitcoin futures constantly pushing down Bitcoin's price, at least sometimes. There's been some months where they go long and Bitcoin goes up really quick, but... In general, since the CME Bitcoin futures launched on December 17, 2017, Bitcoin has been going down and in a bear market. Also, the ICO craze, the initial coin offering bubble. So there were so many initial coin offerings uh, launching like every day. There was like multiple launching every day. There was literally sites made and they're still there where you, could, where you would see like five or ten initial coin offerings launching every single day. A lot of them made a lot of money. A lot of investors in the world were investing into these ICOs. But what happened? Well, a lot of them ended up being scammers. A lot of them ended up having good intentions, but not doing their proper work and overspending because a lot of ICOs thought, hey, we got all this crypto. It's going up all the time. Like before it started crashing on December 17, 2017, crypto was going up all the time. So people that raised money with ICOs could spend the excess that they were making for the market going up every day. And that's what they were doing. So they were having lavish parties, buying Lambos, whatever. And they weren't really working that hard because they were so excited to buy all this stuff, I guess. I mean, I'm just generalizing. Every case is different. There are some legitimate ones probably out there somewhere. But the ICOs collapsed. The whole ICO bubble collapsed. The SEC, Securities and Exchange Commission, and the Commodity Futures Trading Commission stepped in. And there's been plenty of criminal charges and, um, well, at least, like, you know, penalties and enforcement. Like, serious enforcement where they've shut down ICO companies. They've fined, like, millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars. 
So the government cracked down on it because, like, so many people were getting scammed. The government had to do it. Like, I don't blame the government for saying, hey, you got to stop this craziness. Like, this isn't good for anyone. So the government stepped in. The ICO bubble pretty much collapsed. And so the CME Bitcoin futures are a big reason the market went down. It provided that initial push. It's kind of like pushing a ball off the top of a hill. And it starts rolling downhill. Then the ICOs uh, collapsing made the ball drop even faster downwards. So... It's going to probably take a little time to recover from this. Maybe it will be the same amount of length for this bear market. There's been a lot of people that said, I can't quote exact people because I don't remember who, but I was thinking this too. Maybe in the second half of 2019, we're going to start seeing a real consolidation and maybe a little more of a bullish mood because the mood is absolutely bearish right now because we had that rally just, for example, on February 8th to 3,700. It stabilizes 3,630, but that sort of rally like back in the day, that would have caused it to go way up. Now the rally stopped immediately and then it's been getting pushed down like someone has its foot on it. Uh, it's been pushed down from 36.30 to 35.60, and it's just consistently going down every day, on average, the Bitcoin price. So yeah, we'll just play it by ear and see what happens with this bear market, but please, like, if you, if someone says the bottom is in, and I've learned this the hard way, I, go, I thought the bottom was at 5,800, and a lot of other people did too. Bitcoin's price was stable about 5,800, like, for most of 2018, and the boom went down to 3,100 within, like, a month. So, the bottom's not in until we look back in hindsight, and... The present, like, if we look back and we see that, you know, the price was lower back then and then now we're in a bullish mood and it's going up, like, every week, then we know the bottom is in. Right now, we're obviously still in the depths of a bear market. Alright, so that's all we have for the market analysis today. Basically, the crypto market is mixed, the bear market continues, and Bitcoin's showing some crazy price action this morning, but it's still pretty much on track to decline a little bit each day. That trend will break eventually, especially since uh, the CME Bitcoin futures expiration level was around 3500 to 3600 It's not out of the question and probably maybe even likely that Bitcoin will go below 3500 sometime soon. Like right now it's eating through its support level. It had support at 3600 to 3550 It's eating through that all week. And now it'll once it goes below that, it really might just go way below 3500 But we'll have to see. No one knows for sure. Alright, so one interesting news story for today is that Bitcoin SV, which is one of the forks of Bitcoin Cash, Bitcoin SV claims to be the real Bitcoin, Craig Wright made it, and Craig Wright says he's Satoshi too. So Craig Wright says he's Satoshi Nakamoto, and he says Bitcoin SV is the real Bitcoin. I think those are both lies. Anyways, so Coinbase was holding all the Bitcoin SV until now. Bitcoin SV actually went up to a price of like $200 the day it was launched, and I think after that it maybe went up to like 120 at some point. Now it's only worth like $60. So Coinbase was holding on to their customers' Bitcoin SV the whole time. When the fork happened, they said they supported Bitcoin Cash, not Bitcoin SV. And therefore, they kept all the Bitcoin SV that people were owed. This is a little crazy. And a lot of people were upset. But now, at least, they're giving it all back to people so people could hold their Bitcoin SV. But it lost a tremendous amount of value. Like, it's been a lot higher than this multiple times. And now it's pretty low right now when they're finally giving it back to people. So... Yeah, that's kind of interesting, like, with these forks. Like, a cryptocurrency fork happens, and even if it's, like, a really major fork, and that fork ends up having value. In this case, no matter what could be said about Bitcoin SV not being real Bitcoin, it has value. It actually is, like, number 11 on CoinMarketCap. It has a $1.1 billion market cap. So this fork has value. People that held Bitcoin Cash when the fork happened wanted the Bitcoin SV. And if you're holding your coins on an exchange when a fork happens, you're asking for it, basically. Coinbase is pretty reputable. And they didn't give back the Bitcoin SV for like this long. It's been since mid-November. It's been months. Like three months, I think. So, yeah, if you're going to hold your coins in expectation 
of a fork happening and then you get a new cryptocurrency because it forked and then you can get a whole new cryptocurrency like a one-to-one -one ratio like because when bitcoin cash forked each person that had a bitcoin cash got a bitcoin sv for each bitcoin cash they had this is kind of like a stock dividend where if you hold the stock you get some money for holding the stock each quarter or something well if people are playing that game they should definitely hold the coins in their own wallet if they hold it on exchange they're probably not going to get the dividend they want or the forked crypto all right, so that's all we have for you today on this February 15th, 2019 edition of the Crypto.IQ Daily Radio Show. Come back tomorrow for another exciting episode and go to Crypto.IQ 24-7 for the most interesting stories in the Bitcoin and crypto space. Also, check out the Crypto.IQ training desk. They are on fire. They made 287% profit since July in this worst of the bear market. They, they can make money. And the cool thing about the Crypto.IQ trading desk is if you join it, you can see their trade analysis in real time. They're very transparent about their trades, completely transparent. So you can see all the trades they're doing to make that 287% profits and more. It just keeps going up. And also you can ask them questions. They'll answer every one of your questions in real time. This is your host, Space Marine, signing out. I remain in space.